We're live. We're live and on a very eventful day. No better day than March 10th. Why? You know what day it is, Zach? Uh, no, tell me. Mario Day. Ah. Did you figure that out? It's Mario Day and we've got some special news. We have officially launched the podcast, even though oh, yeah. you wouldn't have known that. Uh, because there are a log of episodes for you to catch up on and, and binge listen because this is as close to eargasmic as it gets. And um, Zach, you excited? We're finally launched. This has been in the works since. I am so excited. Since when? Since when have we been doing? I don't like, want to say it, it feels too long. We, I mean, we started talking about this. I want to say like middle of last year. Yeah, at least so like we, we kind of got August. the ball rolling. August. We got some, we got some stuff done. We got the site design. We got figured out what we wanted to do a bit, at least with this. Got it developed, and then uh, we started. We started recording before the end of the year, though. Uh, and then now we've now we've finally launched on what is this? I think it's like our. I think it's our 10th episode, actually. Wow. Yeah. Our 10th episode this on is March 10th. Episode. How about that? Mario Day. On How Mario about Day. that? means something. God, hey, God's plan, man. God's <laughs> plan. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that's, that's straight up awesome right there. I was actually, I'm really owning this Mario Day thing. I really, really. What did you do I'm, I'm liking it because I have my birthday, but I don't really talk about my birthday. I, talk, I think I've spoken more about Mario Day. And I've spoken about my birthday. I mean, I haven't heard you say anything about your birthday, so. Yeah, you know, I'm a humble guy. But, you know, I just don't bring up the birthday too much. But Mario Day, you know, that only comes around once a year. So, so then again, birthday. so does my birthday. <laughs> so does every yeah, day. True. This is also true. Well, oh my gosh. except for leap year. Which is this year. And that reminds me, my birthday is finally on a weekend. It's finally on a Saturday. I don't is think that it's like been a on curse a- for you? Is it a what? A curse? Like it doesn't happen ever? Yeah, like no, it hardly ever happens, man. The last, I swear, the last time my birthday was on a weekend, I was like 12. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of my birthday being on a weekend. It's too much expectation. Ah, uh, see, I just, I, you, well, I agree <laughs> with that. I don't like having to go do, do everything with everyone. I just want to chill. But at the same yeah. time, it's kind of annoying when you feel obligated to go do things on the weekday and you can't. At least there's the opportunity if it's on the weekend. I get it. But I feel like if it's on a Saturday and you're not like, what are you doing? We're going out. Yeah, we're going out to the, we're going out bar hopping. Like, you know what though? That sounds fun though. I'm not going to lie. There's something different about when it's your birthday. When it's your birthday, you don't want to plan anything. No. You want everybody to plan it for you. See, but that's the thing. Maybe, maybe your birthday being on the weekend gives you the ability to do nothing for that weekend. That's lame though. Lame. Also. Dude, yeah, you know man, how I'm nice sleeping and doing please. nothing is? It depends. You have to deserve it. You can't just like do that all the time. I can't do that all the time. Oh, it has to be. I can't sleep for more than like a certain number of hours. Yeah, no, yeah. you're the borderline insomniac. Yeah, pretty but, much. Um, but yeah, it has to be a well-earned. Like there's nothing better than putting in like a 12-hour day. Yeah, that actually sucks sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> when you like when you've worked your ass off on a project like for a while, for just hours, you know, over you know, over sixty hours in a week, and then you get to that Saturday or Sunday and you're like, All right, I'm chilling and doing nothing. Everyone's out of the house. We're making some pizza. We're gonna order a pizza. How about that? We're gonna get the loaded pizza, have a whole pie, you got the game on, you got the beer in the fridge, and you're just vegetating. And you do that for like a couple of days, you know, rewarding yourself. Nothing yeah. better than that. Yeah. It's very, it's very nice. That that yeah. sounds like my week last week and so far this week. So nice. All yeah, right, I'm bro. looking looking forward to to just chilling out over the weekend. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have not this weekend, but next weekend will be that weekend for me. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. going on? Uh, there's just. Um, just been a lot of projects and stuff like that. And I'm just overall just hyped for next weekend. There's too much work on the plate for this week. Mm. So I'm just like, I know this weekend's not going to be that chill no. weekend. So it's going to be, it's going to be the weekend you're going to grind. Yeah. And, and next week got more chill, but we'll talk about that later because something got canceled okay. because of something else that's possibly airborne. Actually, I think it is airborne. 
Uh, but we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that. Um. So, yeah, our podcast is up. It's on the Apple Store. It's on Spotify. It's on. What it's else? On, is it on? It's. I mean, right now it's on Spotify. It's on the okay. Apple Podcasts. It's on our website. You can go there to grab the feed and use it in whatever podcast networking <laughs> application you have. And then it's also in uh, Google uh, Podcasts. There's Google Podcasts? Uh, there is. So they It'll, used to have podcasts on yeah. like the Google Play Store. It's going to be discontinued gone. in a couple of years. It, it already is. That's gone. <laughs> uh, but uh, what they do have is uh, they've built their own app. What? Do I want to say app? Yeah, I'll call it an app. They built their own application. Right now, you can only download it on an Android or you can use it on the web. You can't download it on iOS yet. Uh, but it's really interesting. They don't let you submit podcasts to Google Play because Google has all the algorithms that, uh, you know, scrape, I don't want to say scrape websites, but they crawl websites and they go and they look and see, they see everything. If you have defined your website as a podcast with the, I think it's like the app ID or something. I can't remember what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But if, if you define it as a podcast, it'll essentially suck in that content into Google Podcasts and you're just there automatically. So, mm-hmm. We are there. Yeah. It's very weird. So we're just on there because our website says we're a podcast. Well, we're on there because I've configured our website to know that we're a podcast. Yes. Got it. Yeah. yeah that's you, you basically define like the entity of the site and whatnot. So I'm saying, hey, we're a podcast. Here's the link to that podcast. Uh, but Google will basically crawl the site and and that's about it. Ladies and gents, I have no problem saying that is Zach's domain, not my domain. The moment we start getting into hard code, that is not the, uh, that's why I ask the questions. But that's interesting about Google Play. Google is the king at the, uh, at the send the email saying, hey, uh, discontinuing that thing you were never using in the first place. Mm, yeah, uh, pretty much. Because <laughs> they're like the, the thing with Google is that they have like so many apps that you just don't even know what's there. They do, a, I think in my opinion, they, they do a really poor job of, uh, of communicating what they have there for you because it's just so much. Amazon, same thing. It's like a buffet. Like for especially if you have business tools and stuff like that. And you you're not familiar with like search council and keyword planner and all these different things. You have to go looking for it. It's not like oh yeah. Yeah. It's not self-explanatory. It's not like in front of you. Don't even get me started in Amazon. They're they're I don't even want to it's just a rat's nest of products for development. Oh my god. When you recommended Amazon Web Services to me for I forgot what I was looking for for I think it was email marketing and I saw the <laughs> configuration. You're I like quit uh, immediately. Nope. Well, I accidentally subscribed to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I think it cost me like some some amount, but uh, they're, they're actually Amazon's really good about refunding. Like they, there's like no questions asked with Amazon. When Interesting. It comes, if you ever have an issue with Amazon, like they they handle it for you super. At least my experience has always been even if I've lost the package. Uh, like it, if it didn't arrive or um, I've had good experience with the, with that as well though with yeah. the packages especially yeah yeah I haven't actually now that I come to think about it most companies are really good about um, customer treatment like none of them are like middle fingers up like we took your money it's gone nah eBay's even been pretty good I've never bought something off of eBay I only bought parts for my car off of eBay uh, they both came damaged and then I got new ones for free and my money re- refunded to me too. So I was like, but, I can't but, complain about that. I got the product for free. So I thought eBay was always manu- uh, not manufacturers, like person to person. It's manufacturers selling stuff on there. On eBay? Yeah. Because no, not everything's auction. Well, not everything's auction, but you, def- I believe you define if you want it to be sold as auction or not. I lied. I did buy one thing off of eBay. One thing. Can you, I can bought, you say what it is on that podcast? Well, I can say it on the <laughs> after podcast. <laughs> know what I mean? I know. No, I, I, I bought these. I bought the KD3s, Kevin Durant 3 sneakers. Mm. Right? You couldn't find them anywhere. These yellow, beautiful, one of my all-time favorite basketball sneakers. Okay. Uh, but I'm not one of these sneaker heads who like, doesn't wear their sneakers and they just make sure... There's never dirt on them. I actually play in them. I mean, with the, 
yeah, but I know some sense. people who don't. And um, I remember auctioning for that bidding. That was like the one thing I bid on. And it was like that you're waiting for the clock to tick because somebody could always come in and put like a penny more. Yeah. Like, oh, thank God. You gotta wait till the last second to put yeah, that through, and then hope you uh, hope you don't time out when it's uh, when you're trying to process. And the, that. Oh my gosh! I think I've only done like one one or two things on auction. I, no, no, no. I think it was two. The first thing I think I ever got on auction was actually it was like a World War II wallet, essentially. That was like I a, thought you were about to say like a Mauser pistol. Nah, like, nah, nah. <laughs> No, it was a, it was a world. This was a long time ago. I got a World War II like wallet that would strap to the belt of a uh, somebody. Well, it was pretty cool, actually. I got that to go with a, a uniform that I had. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You didn't finish that sentence because you were gonna say that that wallet was strapped to a dead body. No, I was not gonna say it was strapped to a dead body. I was gonna say it was strapped to a uh, a person, a living person, typically. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I I saw it and it looked pretty cool, and it looked like it would uh complete my uh my little my little setup. This was this is when I was much younger, and then after that, I I ended up bidding on an iPod iPad. And got He's that. lying. He did oh. this last year. I'm just kidding. Either way, it's pretty dope. I've never even thought to do that. How do you verify that it's actually legit World War II um, memorabilia? Not memorabilia. That's that's, that's kind of memorabilia best. is kind of weird, bro. Yeah, it's not memorabilia. It's um, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you could call it that. Memorabilia is disrespectful, to be honest with you. Well, it, it is. Like but... this isn't a Pokemon card. No, no. Yeah. Uh, my. I, no. I mean, you could you Apologies. can go find people <laughs> that can verify it, but it's a you pretty pawn simple shop? thing. It's a pretty <laughs> pawn stars. <laughs> not is that what's called pawn stars? <laughs> Pawn stars, yeah. 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 <laughs> Pawn stars, you find out they give you a hundred bucks, but it's worth two two million dollars. Yeah, right. I would you'd want to kill yourself after that. <laughs> um all right. So um twenty twenty's been going ham. Oh yeah. There's um I don't know if you've turned on the news or been scared to touch door handles lately but uh one of the leading movies i think it's like the the actual um sales of a particular movie have gone crazy lately it's called contagion uh i don't know if you've seen that this movie called contagion i think matt damon's in it when paltrow uh and it's about a worldwide pandemic and naturally people are buying this movie because Currently, we have the coronavirus that started in Wuhan, China, and has now um, essentially just gone everywhere. It's going crazy. And it's yeah. reached us here in, in Broward County, yeah. South Florida, uh, closer to your area than to mine. But uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a little north. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I. I mean, I've. I've already uh, locked myself indoors and boarded up the windows and everything. I haven't. I haven't stepped outside in like the past three weeks. <laughs> I'm, 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 I just typed in "contagion" on Google, and it says, <laughs> uh, "For me, watching contagion was fun, until it wasn't. <laughs> uh, people have found a way to cope with pandemic fears. Watching contagion. <laughs> contagion. Steven Soderbergh's 2011 thriller is climbing up the charts." You reminder, <laughs> you don't have to watch Contagion. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to watch it now, though. Okay, so you've never seen this movie? Contagion? I don't know. I I need to start watching it. Let me look it up. I'll give you a synopsis real quick. And I am kidding, but for those of people who says, think I'm actually locked in my room, it says when when Ben when not Ben when Beth Hemoff Gwyneth Paltrow returns to Minnesota from a Hong Kong business trip, she attributes the malaise she feels to jet lag however two days later beth is dead and doctors tell her shocked husband matt damon that they have no idea what killed her soon many others start to exhibit the same symptoms and a global pandemic explodes doctors try to contain the lethal microbe but society begins to collapse as a blogger jude law fans the flames of paranoia let me tell you something yeah i saw that movie in theaters okay and um pat myself on the back i saw that movie in theaters with my family and 
I've never seen a theater collectively as they're watching the movie and seeing how this pandemic spreads and they're showing how many germs are just everywhere. Mm-hmm. People literally putting their arms in on their armrests, like not touching the armrests, <laughs> like crossing their arms. People, when they left the theater, eerily quiet. Uh, nobody touching the hand railings on the way down. Um, I had, I mean, putting my sleeve over my hand to push the door open of the theater. I mean, the movie was freaky and it shows just how quick something like this can spread. And when we're seeing it, it's just, it's crazy. I definitely don't think I've seen that. I'm going to have to watch it. I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it now. (laughs) Oh, come on. I mean, I mean, I'm not the kind of person to get scared over this stuff though. All right. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying. Have fun. I will. I'll let you know when I watch it. When I see you in a bubble after that movie. <laughs> I'll roll up to you next time. <laughs> hey. Yeah. No, but it has it has had an impact. It's it's canceling things everywhere. Um it get, two well, one shoot for me got canceled next week. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh I was there was supposed to be a ribbon cutting that I was supposed to be at. And uh it got canceled because there was like people coming from all over South Florida and they were like, Nope. Uh they rescheduled it for the fall and um yeah a bunch of other things you're seeing coachella got canceled south by southwest got canceled ultra got canceled but yeah finally you know ultra (laughs) 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 i was telling people like if that was if ultra would have been the end of miami it would have been a fitting end it would have been such an appropriate end for miami very true you know ravers are our downfall like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ravers high on hallucinogens, uh, <laughs> hugging trees is the downfall of Miami. Oh my Such God. an appropriate ending. That's how we, that's how the history books remember us. Um, yeah, man. Any comments? Uh, how, how's, how's your lifestyle been since uh, all these reports? I mean, el- the elderly have a, uh, an order from the CDC, I think, um, to pretty much remain indoors if they can. Interesting. No, I mean, nothing, nothing's really changed for me at all, honestly. Uh, just every day running at the same. Uh, the only thing I know is if you feel like you're feeling sick, you, you they want you to self-quarantine yourself for like two weeks. But other than that, no. How about you? What are you doing different? Well, considering that this, uh, this disease has only been targeting, like it's been mainly getting contracted by older people yeah well it's actually been like those are the ones that have been the fatal cases i live in a retirement community so (laughs) (laughs) i do look at my neighbors somewhat suspiciously Uh, (laughs) walking up the stairs yeah you know it's an interesting dynamic like my gym (laughs) is just full full of old people so man i've avoided that gym in particular you know, I will say that's the one thing I have I, I have stopped doing is going to the gym. Go, go ahead and continue. The gym is a, is a tricky one. Like, the, I would go to, like, I work out at a friend's gym of mine. That one I would have no problem working out at. Uh, but my gym, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I'll work out at home. I'll go for a run until this thing settles down. Mm-hmm. Why? So I can feel, you know, a little bit more cut up. Mm, I'll just eat a little healthier, you know, and, you know, work out at home. Do some dumbbell exercises <laughs> stuff like that but uh, <laughs> overall it's been this has been crazy man it just goes to show you like purell has become like the hottest commodity oh in the united God. states i swear i heard somebody was selling a bottle of purell or, or on amazon for like 80 dollars people are making homemade purell now yeah it's vodka and water is it really i have no idea i just made it up sounds know, fitting though all i know is that my mom gave me a bottle of it. So, <laughs> is that the up brand from Target there? No, this is this is some homemade. This is some homemade stuff. Okay. I don't know what it what's in it, but uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, I mean, if anything goes wrong for you, you just have some mezcal you can just pour on your. Yeah. Your wounds yeah, I'm just gonna drip drip some on. My brother got me some from uh for Christmas and got me uh bought me another one a few, about a month ago. Yeah. The other one was a bit smoky, but 
Boy, what is I like Mezcal? It. It's made. I mean, I couldn't give you the full breakdown. You but it's made out of agave. It's made out of compounds. I'm gonna look up <laughs> the definition of mezcal. All I know is it's made out of agave. It's very. Is there a, is there a very, monitor on your roof? I have four monitors right now. Did I send you a photo of my setup? I know you're looking straight up, and I'm like, does this dude have a monitor? <laughs> I have, I have, all right, so you can see me, nobody else can see. I've got my computer right down here. I got an ultra wide right here. Where's ultra wide right here? Can't say right and here. Then, People don't know I'm, what that means. I'm trying to, I like, I, I, I prefaced it with saying picture. if you're listening, you can't see, only you can see. Yeah, it. but you can't say I have a monitor right here. Okay, all right, right I, I will, I, I will paint this out. I'm sitting at my desk with my laptop, uh, right down, you know, on the desk. Some that monitor is angled down a little bit. I feel like right, straight at my wall. There's an ultra wide, <laughs> and then above that ultra wide, I have two 27 inch monitors. Much <laughs> Literally, better. like it's up there. If you can see me, Mario, how are you getting uh, signal to all of them? Uh, two cables, kind of. So I've got an e dude. This is a mess. If I'm going to tell you everything, I've got a uh, USB C like Thunder. Uh, you have USB C Thunderbolt three running from my MacBook Pro to my ultra wide which is powering my Mac, so I don't need any power cables. And then I have another USB-C uh, Thunderbolt 3 running from my Mac to an eGPU, so that's an external graphics processing unit, which is running from a DisplayPort cable to an HDMI cable that goes into the 27-inch monitors at the top. So that's that's how I have four monitors. What do you need all of them for? Like, What do you use them for in the regular? So, I mean, typically, so I built my PC, which I think I told you about. Yes. Uh, a little bit. So that's a it's a Which beast a PC. It is a monster. I'm look. I'm gonna buy a uh, an actual. I have a GPU for it, but I'm gonna buy a better one when I finish up with uh, this next project. Uh, I'm working on, and I, I think that is going to. I think that's gonna push the performance of it past the performance of the uh, thirty thousand dollar Mac Pro. I'm so sure. close as it is. Like I am a few points away from beating it as it is. I think that's going to, I think it's going to push it over. And it's like for and how much like of six of the cost. Do you mind like sharing the investment cost on that? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a ballpark excluding the monitor. So the monitor was a, a thousand, but aside from that, cause you can get cheaper monitors. The ultra wide uh, you're talking? Yeah. The ultra wide. Um, I got that for the color representation for working on color and whatnot. Mm. Um, so the computer case I got, I think it was like 140 is not too bad. Power supply was a few hundred dollars. The motherboard alone was like $800. The CPU, I want to say, was around $1,200. The coolers, the... Uh, well, the coolers weren't that much. The fans weren't that much. Uh, the... What else do I have in there? I have 128 gigabytes of RAM in that thing, so that cost me about another $800. Uh, and then I have, so I have on this motherboard, I can have three NVMe SSDs, which are extremely fast. So I have one NVMe SSD uh, set up for the operating system. And then I have two more, uh, each of them are two terabytes a piece, NVMe SSDs that I have running in a RAID 1 array, so it has redundancy, and that's what I work off of. So that's really, really fast drives as well uh, from Samsung. And uh, that's, I want to say that's the majority of it. I don't want to get into the audio monitors, the mo other monitors, the mouse, keyboard, and all of that other junk, the peripherals. Uh, but I once I end up getting the... the so what are, you, are you under GPU, 10K? Oh, I'm under 10. I, once I get the GPU... <laughs> Again, excluding the monitor and other other audio stuff, <coughs> I would say that I'm I'm about to break five k. And you and it's outperforming the thirty thousand dollar Mac before I've even gotten to that five k already. With just the parts that I had before, I spent another like fifteen hundred dollars on hard drives. Yeah, it's already almost outperforming that Mac Pro. You trying to start a side business? Nah, nah, nah. I'd have to charge people twice as much uh, as I, I paid for it. <laughs> You're still saving them $20,000. I've got a list on Amazon. Uh, I know I, I talked to you about that a little while yeah, ago. Yeah. I'll have to give that to you at some point soon. For $10,000, you can have the list. Literally, that's that's the Actually, way to not, do it right that's there. too much. $5,000. I'll sell the list for $2,000 and then you can buy the parts for four. 
or five. That is not a bad thing. Right? All of that knowledge. No, but it's it's a (laughs) it's a pretty beast machine. I love it. But uh no, so I back to the monitors situation. But I'm having a hard time believing the the thirty I'm talking about like the Mac with the fully decked out all the cores. That's that's pretty much it, all the cores. This thing was within a few points, and and a lot of the benchmark. I know benchmarks aren't everything. Real world, perf- real world performance is a little different. And when you're using the Mac OS, using Final Cut Pro, transcoding videos that are meant for that application, that are optimized with the hardware, there's there's almost no way any computer is going to beat that. Period. Uh, but when it comes to benchmarks and it comes to compute power in other areas, yeah, I'm I'm literally a. F- few seconds difference in the pro- time it takes to process those things as well as a few points they they uh give you your scoring points so i'm a a few points away from uh the actual so you're using uh, 30k mac Pro. windows os i'm assuming yes windows so you were that's the only thing you're probably unhappy about i i thought i would be unhappy with it but it's not that bad it's yeah. really not that bad it's gotten way better than when I used to use it. But what's your workflow like? Because you work on Mac most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're working on Mac right now. Yeah. So like. So I have a NAS. So that's network attached storage. That's uh, here on site. And anytime I'm plugged into my eGPU or on my computer, it's already like it, it all. It's all tied through the network. So as long as I'm connected to my network here, I have access to that entire uh, a, t- a network attached storage device. So whatever I do or work on, uh, typically smaller projects, I'll always put on the uh, the NAS, or at least I'll I'll keep a copy of it there for a backup. Uh, and then I can, if I don't need the extra bandwidth, because I think I have gigabit uh, speeds internally with that thing, I'll actually edit off of the NAS, and it's it it handles it pretty well. And because I use Adobe Premiere. And DaVinci Resolve, when it comes to video work and things like that, it it actually goes back and forth between Windows and and uh, Mac pretty well. And Adobe got way better at doing that. So when, once you had started using the uh, that template that we talked about for how to store assets with the project files for videos, I literally have not had a single issue switching back to from Mac to PC when working on a video. It just instantly really? knows where yeah, instantly knows where all of the assets are. Um, that's not bad then because that to me the main thing for me is like the you know unless you format your drives in a certain way the files don't work on both os well that's why i got the nas because it's it's not just like a like a hard drive it's uh, it has hard drives in it yeah that's how it's stored but it's got its own cpu it's got its own ram it processes things differently it's it's connected to the network so there's different methods and protocols to actually connect to that drive Got so, it. So then yeah. it's from that drive, it's not an issue to, to to pretty much get imported onto the Mac or onto the Windows. Exactly. And then even on my iPad and my phones, when I'm connected to my network now with the new files app that they updated with since iOS 13, I want to say, you can now connect to network drives, network shares, whatever you want to call them. Um, so I actually have my own, my NAS connected on my files app on the iPhone and iPad, so I can just go right on there and, and pull up whatever I want that's stored on that, look at it, and review it. Um, so what's yeah. the, what's the what's the next big project that you got to use that computer for some heavy duty projects? I I want to I want to use it. Uh, I've got a I mean right now I've got a few web projects coming up that I'm gonna take care of, but uh, next time we have some video work come in, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I think the last one I was working on with you actually I was I was running off the PC. So, but since then, I got the, uh, I got the two two terabyte NVMe SSDs running in the RAID one array. So I'm really excited to try it now with that because it's going to be a lot quicker because I'm not editing off the NAS. So I have two terabytes worth of storage I can put files on for a project, which is nice for the most part, plenty All enough space. Yeah. Um, for the majority of projects, and if I really need more space, and it's just like I'll sacrifice that little bit of bandwidth and i'll throw it on on the nas that i can probably bump up to like 64 terabytes you know just dropping in a few drives uh but even before even before i did that man i was i was playing back i I think i told you i was playing back uh what was it It was like it was 
I want to say it was like four. Nah, it was two 4K clips raw or as raw as you were able to get it to me. I think the, what was the color? I can't remember the color space. Uh, With color grading on it. uh, Corrections, color grades, all of that. All running. No dropped frames. It was actually rendering it out faster than uh, the frame rate of the video. So there's there was plenty enough power using what was it? I want it was using about eighteen percent of my RAM. So it's eighteen percent of one hundred and twenty eight gigabytes. And then my CPU is at like my CPU is at like fifty percent maybe, and my GPU is at four percent. So it's it can handle quite a lot. Impressive, man. When are you gonna build me one of these things? Uh, as soon as I get my GPU and I get that installed, yeah, I I'll I'll share you all the builds with the with the specs and everything. I don't think I need something that's such a machine. <laughs> not not yet, but you could get some of the parts and start putting it together. That that would help a lot with what you're doing. Oh, God. I need you to build me a, like a sentient AI. Handle all administrative <laughs> tasks. <laughs> I wish I had one of those. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want a damn sentient AI. Oh, why not? They're benevolent until they're not. We're not, you know. Come on. If you were a we'll sentient see. AI, you would we'll be see. you'd get rid of your master like immediately. Probably, but only yeah. if needed. <clears throat> oh, speaking of yeah. getting rid of your I guess not your master, but <laughs> <laughs> I was at my friend's house yesterday and uh, on this TV there on the, on, uh, you know, Netflix asks you, are you still watching Blonde? all the time? And uh, on his TV, it says, are you still watching? I am a killer. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at him, I'm like, you got to tell me, man. He says, man, it's my wife. Like all she does is she watches these shows. You know, it's <laughs> it's kind of scary because uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, like I wake up <laughs> and I'll see on TV. Are you still watching how I got away with murdering my husband? <laughs> and I'll look at my wife and she looks all peaceful sleeping. Oh my God. Like, I'd be concerned. That's and I'll, I my mind started going and I'm like, oh, it would be a funny comedy sketch to Dude. do that. And then like the next morning at breakfast, he mentioned, he's like, imagine the next morning at breakfast, like you're super paying attention to her with a knife. Like chopping up vegetables or something like that. <laughs> Some Dexter action right there. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so tell us, all right. So before we started this, Zach was uh, drinking from a bottle of mezcal. And uh, <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it's to get us to this point. Zach's been getting into this uh, fine, fine mezcal. Uh, what is the, he's become a mezcal aficionado. A connoisseur, I guess. And I, wouldn't, is, I wouldn't say a connoisseur. This is something that I don't know anything about. And it doesn't take as much knowledge to understand all the stuff he was talking about for the past five minutes with his computer. But uh, <laughs> everybody can understand alcohol. And <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron Paul from, or Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Uh, with Brian AKA Cranston, my AKA. double. You don't look like Aaron Paul. I do the amount of times I've gotten that. Before. <laughs> I think they're crazy, but it's uh it's too many to to dismiss. Go ahead. I think I think you kind of look like <laughs> Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Rupert Grint look at that. I'm just kidding. No, no. Um <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, Jesse Jesse Pinkman, whatever, Aaron Paul, and Brian Cranston came out with a mezcal called uh, Dos Hombres that you can't buy in Florida. But nope. we've been supposed to go out for some mezcal drinks. Yeah, I know. We still got to get out. Uh, did you, How was it? You went that day to the, what was it? What, you went to a steakhouse or? Uh, the day I sent you the mezcal, is that what you're talking about? <clears throat> Yeah, we went no, you to were a, like, you were like, oh, let's meet up, and then you're like, hey, never mind. Oh, yeah, we I went to uh, we just got lunch and ended up coming back. I was too tired to do anything. Uh, long, long Saturday beforehand, but uh, no, the uh, the place we went, 
or we gotta go, I should say, is uh the it's a grill done in uh done in Fort Lauderdale off of what's it called? Del Frisco or something like that. Yeah, it's Del Frisco. It's a steakhouse and a grill. Well, I mean, there's they're like sister joint company sort of deal. I don't know what you want to call that, but uh, essentially the same exact restaurant. Uh, but they're Ooh. they're really good. They got some good stuff. A little pricey, but nice man. It's this good. Nice. It's good. So we gotta that go there. Jewelry in the drinks. What? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, they put diamonds at the bottom of uh, everything. <sighs> I know, right? Wow, they have oh, they have locations everywhere. I knew I've heard of them before. Yeah, they they they're pretty popular. They got some some locations, but I was I was very happy with it. Fort Lauderdale, there for lunch. Oh, you went there for brunch, lunch, or dinner? Uh, when I went there, we went there for dinner. Uh, price, prices aren't bad. They're not that bad. They're I mean they're. I mean, you think about going to a steakhouse, you're expecting yeah. to pay money. I mean, some, anyways, of that, but... some of the appetizers are like 15 bucks. I oh, mean, the steak bad. is like $50, so. What kind of steak are we talking about? It's not terrible. There's a, it depends. Le steak mignon. salad, like a salad was like $20. It's not, it's not that bad. But... What does GS stand for? I don't remember. Eight ounce, yeah. Yeah, it's normal. Um, but right. I want to go back and get some steak from there. We got a steak salad last time. It was really good. Yeah. Those cheesesteak egg rolls on fire. I, I, I got a cheesesteak in so long. I've a cheesesteak. So oh. Dude, I want to go to, there's a place. I, 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 it's either going to be great or I'm going to regret going there. I can't tell. There's a place sure. up in Del Rey off of Atlantic Ave called Big Al's Cheesesteaks or something like that. And it, it's like this little corner thing that you walk up to. You can order, get it. If you, I mean, you can eat outside, but it's on the corner. It, like I said, it's one of those places. It's either going to be really good, like hole really in the wall bad. kind of joint, or it's going to be really, really bad. <laughs> so that's why I'm, I look, I'm looking at it now. The fries look good. Oh, yeah, I haven't even seen the fries. The cheesesteak looks meh. Big owls. This is a really shady picture of a dude sitting outside on their Google reviews. Yeah, their sandwiches look okay. I'm looking at them. I'm being really critical. I see. I mean, I would eat there, but it wouldn't be my first stop. But the one that did get my attention was that you mentioned some burger place in Delray, but I forgot the name of it. Oh, it's um Charm City. Dude, Charm City has like the best burgers out of anywhere I have ever been for a burger. Wow. It's up there. Close to like 2,000. Wow, those look, oh, that looks good. That looks really good. Now, now Charm City really is one of those hole-in-the-wall places. You walk by and you're places like, are the best. A lot of times. I do, I do agree with that. What's your stance on hard seltzer? Hard seltzer? It sounds yeah. disgusting. It's a thing, man. Um... The more it's been a thing for like a while, like it's like like the party started like last year with hard seltzer. I'd have to try it of, to form uh, an opinion. White Claw is a. You ever heard of White Claw? No. Yeah, man. Hard seltzers are in. The reason I say it is because um, they're not in. I'm not saying it's like a fashion trend. I'm just saying they're like they've become popular. Like all the major beer companies are doing it now. Hmm. Budweiser is doing it. Post Malone has a commercial, which is a great commercial. <laughs> uh, that's another story. Post Malone. People tell you to play Post Malone all the time. No, have you have you seen all of everything? Everything everyone's been saying about Post Malone uh, on concert. They think he's drunk. I think it's just a vibe or something. But uh, it's, he's it's hilarious. Lit, but I don't. Oh, think he's lit. But it's drunk. not like it's not like a. If you look at it, you'd be like, it's drugs. But I think anybody who's in that position, like when you look at a rock star, rap star, uh, you know, you're from like a fan's perspective, they're always overestimating how wild they, they are from every single day of their lives. Oh, now, every once in a while, though, there is like some really wild people. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, Invasive Species uh, came out with a seltzer. That's why. Interesting. They, they were posting about it today. I did not know about that. They say it's cleaner than 
Fort Lauderdale's water. Well, that doesn't take much. <laughs> That's also what people were saying <laughs> in the comments. Yeah, I kind of want to shout out my friend here. Um, I suppose purchased some of his uh, his work yeah. earlier this week. My friend Ryan, uh, see him on Instagram at Wantu, where you can follow them. Uh, him and his his buddy of his, they do this art, like this art inspiration magazine where they talk about uh, music, uh, fine art, poetry, stories, and um, just their thoughts on everything. So they have like these indie artists do the the covers on them. It's called a uh, Handcastle Magazine, and you can literally follow them at Handcastle Magazine. <clears throat> On Instagram, and uh, I haven't had a chance to like actually skim through it, like take my time. But particularly issue one, like man, I there's this girl Wenyi Gang, she's Japanese, and she, my God, like her art is just so cool. Like I'm so into it. Like she's gonna, we're gonna work together one day. Like it's official. Awesome. I sent you her stuff, like. Yeah, you really sent me good. you sent me it on uh, on Instagram. It is really really good. And then there's some other. I mean, the other art is good. It's just this one is my favorite personally. And uh, but they he really puts in some good detail in here. I don't know what his other friend's name is who works with him on this thing, but and Castle Magazine. Um, if you're interested in that kind of thing, I just I just always like to. I like people who put detail and they and they give their all on, on something. And, uh, what did you say the other Instagram was? Juan two or something like that. How do you spell it? Uh, W-O-N-T-U. That's his personal. I don't know how much he uses it for all his business stuff, but nonetheless, I'm sure. Oh. All right. Well, then tell, him, then tell him you heard about us, about him from the Midnight Exchange podcast. Yeah. Um, very cool, man. I'm, I'm really, I've known him so long. I'm like, his brother's one of my best friends. Nice. It's like fourth grade. He's always I like it. creative. I like it. I just pulled it up. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah. It's dope, yeah. yeah. I mean, go on their sites. There, like each of these magazines, like are five, ten bucks a pop. Not bad. Handcastlemagazine.bigcartel.com. That is the URL. That looks good, dude. Very cool. And like the quality of their print um, got better with each one. I actually would have liked to have seen issue one. I want to see her come back, but with a better quality um, print material. Like it's very good. Like for the first edition, it's fine. But the second edition and third edition, like the print quality of the actual papers is uh, a step up. Better yeah. papers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. But it's, I can see why they had to do a certain thing. But I might have yeah. to purchase but I'm also, these. But I'm also kind cool. of biased because I'm like super into uh, <laughs> to her work but um yeah that's just a random tangent there cool what's next um you saw the invisible man because i, I did you have to support peggy Olson. dude for real anyone from admin for the most part um no it was a it was a really good movie it was very different i would say uh give a little I, synopsis to the little, audience who has no idea what this movie is. Okay, so this 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 will be some spoiler alerts here, I guess. And and I know you uh, we talked briefly, and and you tried to guess what the ending of the movie was, and I was wrong, and you were so wrong. So apparently, well, unless I go watch it, and Zach has been lying to me. Well, which that's is why that's why I don't want to give a synopsis, thing. honestly, for, for about about the story. At least. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Little... So, all right, so. It was really good, really suspenseful for a, for a movie that's pitched as a horror movie. It doesn't give, really feel like a horror movie. What give a want? summary of what the movie is about, not right, beginning fine, to end, fine, just fine, the fine, premise. Fine, fine, fine. The idea of the movie is <laughs> you have this lady who's who's uh, been Played dating this, this Elizabeth man. Moss. Yes, yes, yes. Peggy Olsen, Elizabeth Moss. Her first of all, her acting in this was phenomenal. It's really, really good. Um, but the, the idea of this movie is she's dating this, this man who becomes very controlling. Uh, and then you find out that he winds up dead and she comes into some money, which is, you know, 
contingent on her not losing her mind or, you know, being a convicted felon or anything, anything like that. And uh, as the movie progresses, you, you see her start to unravel. Um, Don't tell us too much. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. It's just, uh, it, it just, it progresses from there, honestly. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, as far as the story goes, you'll have to watch it. Um, if you're like Mario and, and you want to guess the ending of it, you'll be I wrong. Put a, I put a very super metaphorical and political agenda uh, guess in there, and I was I could, wrong. I could supposedly. definitely see it being correct, though. And But again, you don't know if I'm lying to you anyways. True. That's the beauty of talking to, to me. I thought <laughs> it was about the invisible man. I thought it was like, you know, all about the invisible man doing the finger quotes out to get you not to not to put his foot down on the little man <laughs> little woman too and uh i thought it was about that but that says i'm wrong it would have been a nice jump too because peggy peggy olsen's like she breaks the glass ceiling in in Mad Men, and then she goes true. and plays she goes to the invisible man she's just in the handmaiden's tale yeah I mean, she's, she's just handmaiden's tale yeah i haven't watched handmaiden's tale that's one I, that I That's watched a show like I, I've been saving one episode. I've been saving that show. There's a couple of shows I'm saving. Like Westworld, I got to catch up. Oh, oh my god. god. A new season's out, but I haven't ever watched Bro. it yet. I need to watch it. Bro, I'm so proud of my friend. My yeah. friend, my friend Isaac from high school, Isaac Rossi. He's going to be in the premiere. He's in two episodes of this. No way. He's in Westworld. Yeah, he's been grinding. No he's been grinding in LA so the last cool. 8 years seven eight years uh actually probably less no i don't know but he's been out there for a while and uh he he's posted pictures with aaron paul who's in the new season and the new season does look really good uh so i'm i'm excited for him man. jonathan nolan's on this uh project mm-hmm. which is christopher nolan's uh brother mm-hmm. uh so I'm, I'm really proud of my guy man we used to watch entourage together and uh like watch tv shows and we actually used to we acted in high school together and he was my dad in a play. <laughs> even though he's even though he's younger than me. We had a, a dropout of, of the play. Mm-hmm. And uh I voted for him to replace the guy who who left. That's hilarious. So that's it's pretty awesome, man. I'm happy to see him getting his his I won't say his break yet because that stuff is super flaky, but uh, that's a hell of a start, man freaking hbo pilot that's that's awesome a show that's been around for three seasons that's that's amazing so hopefully it's not like i watch this premiere and it's like a nude scene because you know hbo but uh, <laughs> that's my boy uh, oh my boy. oh full, no full frontal five minutes in uh, uh, that's how he gets it <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do oh man uh, risk it <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, but sometimes it happens. <laughs> well, Westworld is all—it's like super full of uh, uh, of nudity at times. At least the first season. Really? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've got. Is it? It's not on Netflix, is it? No, 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 no. it's HBO. All right, I'll have to get some. Yeah, so you can get past that. The story itself is at least the first season was good. The second season mm-hmm. was slow in the first episode, but um, mm-hmm. got to get back into it. All right. But Jonathan Nolan is like a mind bleep. Like it's, I mean, all of Nolan's films, like Inception, um, Memento's Nolan too. I think. Yeah, hell yeah, it is Memento. Uh, I'm having a brain fart because it's late. Uh, Interstellar. Uh, actually, I want to see how much is Jonathan Nolan writing credits. He's like the mysterious. There's gonna be a lot. I guarantee it. I know there's a lot. I just want to make sure I'm not giving him credit for stuff he didn't do. Uh, Memento, based on his short story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman Begins. Yeah, of course. The Prestige. The Dark Knight. Terminator Salvation. Didn't didn't watch that. Dark Knight Rises. Interstellar. And in television, Person of Interest. He did nine episodes. Directed one. And Westworld, co-creator, writer of nine episodes, director of two episodes. So, pretty sick. 
He's only been nominated once for Best Original Screenplay for Memento. I guess he didn't write Inception. Who wrote Inception? Now we're going down a rabbit hole. I'm only going to help you find it out for two seconds. Christopher Nolan. But his brother writes with him. I wonder, his brother definitely helped him a little bit. That's dope. That's pretty OP. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Back out of the rabbit hole. I've just clawed my way out uh, of the rabbit hole. It was painful. Um, Biden told a guy he was full of crap today. Biden has said a lot of stuff. So so not only is it Mario Day, it, well, it's no longer Mario Day. It's a scary day now. Wise. Um, Marl. Sure if you made the last one an L. Yeah. Or or two L's. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that's what I meant. <laughs> they said Meryl. No. Uh, anyway, anyways, um, it's, it was Super Tuesday and Biden has taken a lead on Sanders. And so, yeah, Biden seems to be just, you know, doesn't matter what he says. <laughs> he just trucks on, man. But then again, like either socialist or, or Biden, like <laughs> what do you he, pick? He's the, he's the uh, most lesser centered. Yeah. Well, for that, for that party. Yeah. Um, it's dude on it. So before this, I thought Biden had it and then Sanders pulled ahead by a lot. And I was surprised by that. Uh, well, Sanders has that anti-establishment following. Like he has, it's similar to Trump where Trump had a very anti-establishment. Like we're not going to let you know who we're voting for. We're not going to tell you that we're supporters. Uh, but we believe this guy because we're tired of people just, saying what they want, what they think we want to hear. We just want somebody who's going to, you know, support what we believe in stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Sanders is along that lines where it's, he's, he pulls a much bigger crowd than Biden. Like, I don't think Biden could fill up a high school auditorium. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see him with that kind of, uh, inspiring that kind of following. Uh, I do see him winning the nomination. Um, Biden. Yeah, I see. See, see that goes that goes back to what I was thinking about. I thought it was I thought it was Biden that Sanders pulled ahead, and now it's Biden again. I'm, I was kind of surprised by that flip flop. Well, Biden's pulled away in the last week or so, like um, or the this past weekend. Yeah, uh, everything has shifted, but I think it, it would take just one debate where Biden looks like he has like early onset dementia for he already looks like i i say that all the time i literally talked about this this week and i'm not being i'm not being no like i i find it kind of sad that people that work with him haven't like i mean i'm assuming they haven't but haven't mentioned something like that to him like that's that's serious though but i mean of course they have for sure it's they it's nothing's being no actions being taken on it but um no here's my biggest concern at this point is if he wins the nomination uh, him getting the pity vote because of that, because it looks like the, a pity vote. not dude people if if people feel bad for you so like I'll, I'll i'll vote because they don't think other people are going to do it and it happens and like a lot of times people get surprised yeah but i don't think the, the only way uh, i don't agree i feel like it would be it would have to be like sanders was like literally making fun of him for it you know what I mean? Like I could see it in the scenario where the favorite is making fun of somebody, but um, I don't see it with this one because well, at the I'm other, at the other he, end, Sanders also has heart issues. So yeah, but if oh, you're saying, so pity I'm vote, saying if pity if he Trump. wins, yeah, because I feel like once once if he gets it to that fate uh, place point whatever, I have a feeling he's just gonna start unraveling. Um. Worse, Biden, worse than he already has been, and I feel like that could cause people to to vote for him like that because of that. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you know, people are going to vote for who they're going to vote for. It's like it's. I find it hard to believe that there are that many people who don't know who they'd vote for. Right, like if you don't know who you vote for, like you've had your head in the sand for, you know your entire adult life if you don't know where you stand with these candidates you know the choices are clear so if you don't know where you stand it's just like to me it's almost too prolonged we start this election cycle way too early like we've yeah. been doing we've been doing these debates since early uh 
last year. It's like, come on, man. You, you knew a bunch of nobodies were on the stage. That, that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew the whole time. You, if I was a betting man, I would have said Biden from the beginning. Out personally, kind of personally, I would like to see Sanders win the nomination. Um, but that's because um, I would like for, I would like to get this whole socialism thing out of our system <laughs> as a country. Yeah. I don't know so, if it's going to, if that's going to get it out of his system or if it's going to make it worse though. Yeah. Letting him get that far. I feel like it could be worse if he doesn't get it. Cause then it's like the DNC worked against me and, um, you know, the establishment is against me and, you know, yeah, I could see that. I could, we're going to make that. the corporations. There's a uh-huh. guy from the ringer named Jason conception. Yeah. He's hilarious, man. He does an NBA show on YouTube called, uh, NBA desktop. Mm-hmm. which just turned into like my favorite favorite show to watch <laughs> on a weekly basis and he does such a good bernie sanders uh impersonation his voice doesn't sound like it but he does the finger wag yeah oh, so it's so funny man it's so funny gotta love the wag but yeah uh, biden is he had a moment today where a guy was asking him about his view on guns mm-hmm. and how he's gonna get union votes because he's he's vowing to take away guns and he tells the guy you're foolish <laughs> and he like he threatened to like take it take him outside he'd slap him i'm like goodness gracious if trump were to say that like oh my gosh dude it's uh oh. my favorite my favorite thing he said so far is the uh you're a lying dog face pony soldier that was great <laughs> <laughs> i still don't understand what that is supposed to mean but i mean you're, you're he's telling people like that you know Telling people he that called, to their face. At a, he called he, a guy, didn't he call a guy fat in the audience? He yeah, said, he, he called he a guy called fat him. in the audience. He, he just, said, hey, like, hey, he, he didn't, he didn't just like call him, like, say, like, hey, you're fat. No, he's like, hey, listen, fat. Uh, this is what, like, like he, he used it as his name. I kind of like, like, come on. I kind of like how he slips it in there, like, it, mid It's funny, but it's like, did he, he even mean to do that, though? I, I I'm not sure. I kind of like it when he slips it in mid sentence because. You're still processing what he's continuing to say in the rest of the sentence, but you're wondering, did he just tell this guy he's foolish and he's running for president? <laughs> and so I, I kind of like it because I feel like we need to get to a point as a country where you can look at somebody in the face and tell them you're foolish and not yeah. get into a fight about it or be called yeah. intolerant. Like, I think we need to get to a healthy point, but actually, I don't think that's very healthy. I think you should be able to discuss things. I think when uh, you're running for a place of you know such high power, you should be reserved enough to to not say things like that the guy the guy who was asking him questions was clearly grandstanding him but then at on the reversal uh biden was also lying about not saying what he said like yeah he, and- he did say that at a in one of the debates or several of the debates so like to me it's like don't tell somebody that you didn't say something but it's a no. lose-lose situation for uh for biden in that spot oh, but he uh, could have he could have played that way better honestly and i mean if if he has that kind of response to, to somebody in his own country saying something against him what is he going to do when he's talking to someone from another country in a position of power and they don't want to listen you know i would i want to make a point and we can move off politics if we need to um or if we want to I was listening to The Ringer, uh, another shout out to them. I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast with uh, Ryan Rusillo. Mm-hmm. And he was, he made such a good point. I was like, he's like, when, why did we, why have we become married to this idea? And I don't think it had to do with politics. I think it had to do with sports, but it's, it applies to politics too. We, like we've become married to the idea that changing your mind is seen as a weakness. And so like, there's nobody up there who's willing to be like, yeah, back in 04, like I was wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody up there says that. Like, why has that become a sign of weakness? I think it's a sign of strength where you're like, yeah, I was wrong about healthcare and it didn't work and we're going to try it again. And like, w- why has that become a sign of weakness? We're such, like, we have put this, this standard of like excellence that everybody needs to account for everything at all times that you know, people just need to like literally just act the way they would in real life, which is when you know you mess up and you have to adjust your course, be honest about it and just yeah, own up say it. I think yeah. the big problem with that is just the way this stuff plays out, honestly, because it, if you if you say, like everybody cares about consistency. That's the main thing. It's like, all right, you're being consistent, you're being consistent. Oh, you said something 10 years ago, but now you're saying something different. 
but they like they always like seem to skirt around it. They don't ever just like address it head on and say, "Hey, look, you know what? After you know, I've learned this these things while I've been in office, or these things while I've what whatever." And you know that that has formed me to make a better educated decision. And now this is this is my view. It's not a matter of it's not a matter of flip flopping over the matter of a year or two. It's a matter of like, look, ten years have passed. We have new information, and and this is you know, the decision that, that I have based on that new information, but I don't know. Anyways, well, speaking of consistency, oh yes, it's a good time to say that as a podcast, we will be consistent generating some grade a content and a weekly basis. And also a good place to, uh, start wrapping up today's episode. Is, I agree. Uh, be intentional with our listeners until we get some feedback on these, on the length of time of these episodes. Yeah, I know. We already yeah. just we just hit an no, hour right now. I think I think an hour is is fine. Yeah, you know, I think <laughs> I think when we hit those one those hour and thirty five hour and a half <laughs> hour forty five, <laughs> we ain't there yet. We're no. not that we're not that good. We don't got people don't love us like that, Zach. No, not we need yet. to get our form down. We need to get yeah. some uh, people some don't people. love us like that. But I gotta say, we were primed and we were damn good today. I'd say we were good, especially I think so. you know. We've been off a little bit lately. Not off on speaking as far as like recording. So um, yeah, well, not really because we've been, re- you know, we have our we, episodes we have out some there. in the bag. We gotta we gotta post that out, but uh, we gotta yeah. we just gotta get back on track and make this a little more consistent. I think. You know what I, I forgot to do? do no, what you forget? I forgot to jot down show notes. Have you been jotting down show notes? No, I haven't. I realized it over halfway through. I'm like, ah, oh, dang it! I'll I'll do it when I'm going through and editing. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, you want to plug us? You want to talk about yeah, anything? And- sure thing. So we are on, I mean, I'll just plug us right now. Uh, we're going to try and post these, I guess, every every Wednesday or so, something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. anyways. Uh, oh, funny coincidence. Are, also, like yeah. accidentally, we ended up posting every single oh, Wednesday. Anyways, yeah, right? accidentally. I, I ended <laughs> up posting these episodes in retrospect uh, after we had edited them. And uh, I put them on every Wednesday, starting from the beginning of the year. And uh, after I, I posted it and it got approved and it was on uh, I, uh, Apple Podcasts, I, I started listening to like the, literally the first podcast on there. And I was like, hey, yeah, we're going we're gonna to post these every Wednesday. And I'm like, no freaking way. It was just <laughs> hilarious how that worked out. But yeah, that's awesome. now we're going we're gonna to keep on that track and, hey, and uh, start God's posting plan, on Wednesdays. Bro. God's for plan. sure. For sure. Mario Day, March 10th. 10th episode Wednesday it's, a it's Wednesday right now holy crap it is Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> we got 10 hours to get this out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways yeah so uh, if you want to go ahead and find us on Apple Podcasts or if you're already listening to us on Apple Podcasts make sure you uh, write a review and rate the podcast with five stars there's no other option other than five stars can we take those away can we no we can take away likes but we can't take away stars we gotta can have we take stars. away lives lives yeah of people who don't rate us five stars oh that's not a bad idea nah <laughs> uh anyways uh we're also on spotify so you can find us there if you want to visit our website it's the midnight exchange.com we are theme what is it what theme, theme? podcast or something like that on twitter I'm, I'm are forgetting we? it right now yeah I don't even know what the hell we are on Twitter so anyway you can send an email to us at podcast at the midnight exchange uh, on LinkedIn we are the midnight exchange uh, on who, Twitter come on we don't need LinkedIn bro I'm sorry LinkedIn it's tired Instagram I am blind Instagram we oh, are the midnight Instagram. exchange <laughs> I was like <laughs> why are we why are we on no we, we don't have a LinkedIn I swear yeah. don't go look us up I'll know what you'll find Nah, uh, Instagram and Facebook is the Midnight Exchange, and then Twitter, yeah, it is Theme Podcast, T H E M E Podcast. Well, the, there wasn't enough characters there to fit in the Midnight oh. Exchange, yeah, so we had to shorten it. So it actually T H E the M E Midnight Exchange, so Theme. That's that's how I I remember this when I'm not tired of this. But anyways. Well, give us five stars, and uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Well, yes. no, you'll hear us. Yeah, that's true. They could see us. Oh, we gotta start doing a video at yeah. some point in the future. 
you bring the mezcal. All right, All right. y'all. I'm going to go watch Uncut Gems. Go Do it. Asleep. All right. Have a good one. Peace out. Bye.